A warm welcome from all of us here at Holy Rosary Parish in Burlington. Join us in prayer as we share with Father Martin the Lenten readings and homily for today's Holy Mass. A reading from the book of the prophet Jonah. The word of the Lord came to Jonah at, at second time, saying, Get up and go to Nineveh, that great city, and proclaim to it the message that I tell you. So Jonah set out and went to Nineveh according to the word of the Lord. Now Nineveh was an exceedingly large city, a three days walk, walk across. Jonah began to go into the city, go on a day's walk, and he cried out, Forty days more, and Nineveh shall be overthrown. And the people of Nineveh believed God. They proclaimed the fast, and everyone great and small put on sackcloth. When the news reached the king of Nineveh, he rose from his throne, removed his robe, covered himself with sackcloth, and sat in ashes. Then he had a proclamation made in Nineveh. By the decree of the king and his nobles, no human being or animal, no herd nor flock nor rise anything. They shall not feed nor shall they drink water. Human beings and animals shall be covered in sack with sackcloth and they shall cry mightily to God. All shall turn from their evil ways and from the violence that is in their hands. Who knows? God may relent and change his mind. He may turn from his fierce anger so that we do not perish. When God saw what they did, how they turned from their evil ways, God changed his mind about the calamity that he, had, that he would have bring upon them, and he did not do it. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. A broken, humble heart, O God, you will not scorn. Have mercy upon me, according to your steadfast love, according to your abundant mercy. Blot out my transgressions, wash me thoroughly from my iniquity, and cleanse me from my sin. A broken, humble heart, O God, you will not scorn. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and put a new steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence, and do not take your Holy Spirit from me. A broken, humble heart, God, you will For you have no delight in sacrifice. If I were to give a burnt offering, you would not be pleased. The sacrifice acceptable to God is a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart, O oh God, you will not despise. A broken and contrite heart, O oh God, you will not serve. Glory and praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Glory and praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. 
with all your heart turn to me, for I am tender and compassionate. Glory and praise to you, the Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. When the crowds were increasing, Jesus began to say, This generation is an evil generation. It asks for a sign, but no sign will be given to it except the sign of Jonah. For just as Jonah became a sign to the people of Nineveh, so the Son of Man will be to this generation. The Queen of the South will rise at the judgment with the people of this generation and condemn them, because she came from the ends of the earth to listen to the wisdom of Solomon and see something greater than Solomon is here. The people of Nineveh will rise up at the judgment with this generation and condemn it, because they repented at the proclamation of Jonah and see something greater than Jonah is here. The Gospel of the Lord. My friends, as we all know, Lent is intended to be a very privileged time of entering more profoundly into prayer and doing so by a more reflective look at the scriptures so that those words of the Bible help to nourish us, which is, of course, one reason why we make available that wonderful The Word Among Us booklet, because it actually assists people to sit during a time of prayer and work with the passages from Scripture for the given day. In Lent, we observe that there's a very special emphasis on Old Testament figures, but from a particular point of view. And that's the point of view that is so often characterized by the fathers of the church in their ancient writings as being this curious word, types. They are types of Christ. One puzzles, especially given our present understanding of the word type, about why they would call it that. And to speak of, say, Jonah, for example, as being a type of Christ is simply to mean that there is a, a certain pointing there, a foreshadowing, a leading forward, all in keeping with that wonderful understanding we have that hidden, as St. Augustine said, in the Old Testament is what blossomed forth in the New Testament into our salvation in Jesus Christ. Or conversely, if you will, that in Jesus is contained the entire story of the whole people of God, the whole scripture, the whole Old Testament. They aren't two separate things never to meet one another, quite the opposite. So Jonah, is only one of quite a number of figures, some of them very curious ones, whom we will meet in the season of Lent 
many of them you already know only too well, but they will represent, prefigure, well, the types, as the fathers of the church would say, pointing to Jesus. And Jonah has an advantage, I suppose, in that Jesus very explicitly declares him to be such a pointer. Just as this and this and this happened in respect of Jonah, so will this and this and this happen in respect of the Son of Man who is among you. He points here to one action of Jonah, the one we heard about, of course, in our first reading, where Jonah goes throughout the entire enormous city of Nineveh proclaiming that they had better repent of their sinfulness. And this entire city-state would be the better way of putting it, of Nineveh, from the king right down to the animals, responds by a complete self-abnegation, an act of total going down into sackcloth and ashes to repent of their sinfulness. What makes this startling beyond belief, I suppose, is that it isn't just the fact that so many immediately respond to the prophetic call this way, but that the whole lot of them were pagans. They weren't even believers in the God of Israel. And yet, this is their reaction. It is a little prefigurement of the fact that the salvation God brings in Jesus is for everyone, everywhere and not just for one select group. The other way, of course, in which Jonah is a type of Jesus is referred to in other times when he is brought up in the Gospels. And that's when Jesus speaks about that whole business of being in the belly of the fish for three days and three nights and speaks of that quite directly as a prefigurement of his own being in the tomb for three days and three nights and then rising again. There's one really, really big difference, though. Jonah ended up in the belly of the fish because he was trying to escape from what God was asking of him. And he was spewed back out onto the land because God said, you still haven't done what I'm asking you to do, which is why our first line in the reading today says, the word of the Lord came to Jonah a second time. The first time it came, he ran, but he couldn't outrun the Lord. On the other hand, Jesus ended up in the tomb for three days and nights precisely because he was faithful, right to the end, to his heavenly Father's will. And that's what we want to be, too, so that we can share in the glory of resurrection. So, Lord, we ask you to help us to learn from these Old Testament figures, to learn in whatever way you want us to, but maybe most especially to learn what it means to be true people of faith, seeking your will, trying to be obedient. May we learn from the hard lessons of so many failures of those who went before us, and indeed from our own failures, that you give us a second chance, but you do want us to do your will, and the reward for doing so is a glorious one in your Son. We hope that our podcasts have been inspiring. 
And now, our pastor, Father Martin, offers a few closing words. Thank you for joining us. I offer a special greeting to members of our parish family unable, by sickness or other reason, to worship with us in person, and to anyone visiting our parish via these podcasts. Lent is a time to deepen our faith through prayer, penitence, and charity. We pray that our readings and homilies help you to prepare to celebrate the resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, at Easter. Just as we display ashes as a mark of our faith on Ash Wednesday, please share the readings and homilies with others by inviting them to our website, where they can find them all day by day. What a great gift to present at the altar on Good Friday that you helped spread the good news of our salvation. For those joining our podcast outside our parish, we look forward to welcoming you in person at our Holy Rosary Church in Burlington. To learn more about our parish community, please visit our website at holyrosaryburlington.com and be sure to share our site with family and friends. We do look forward to hearing from you, so please email us with your comments. And thank you for your prayers and support.